Hello and welcome to English Pronunciation Pod, the English Pronunciation Podcast dedicated to improving your pronunciation of American English. I'm your host, Charles Becker, coming to you from New York City, the multicultural capital of the world. English Pronunciation Pod is for anybody who wants to improve their pronunciation of English. Transcripts of our lessons are available at our website, EnglishPronunciationPod.com. And if you're interested in learning all the sounds of English, on our website you'll also find Best Accent Training MP3s available for download, a complete accent reduction and English pronunciation course in MP3. In today's podcast, we're going to learn a very important and practical application of some of the vowels that we've been studying. We're going to learn how to correctly pronounce the difference between can and can't. Some of my students here in New York often tell me that they have trouble understanding whether somebody has said can, affirmative, or can't, negative. It can also be difficult for the student to communicate the difference when speaking to native speakers. The reason for this is that native speakers often don't use the sound T in order to distinguish between can and can't. So the first thing I tell my private students is to not depend on hearing a T sound in order to distinguish between can, C-A-N, and can't, C-A-N apostrophe T. Native speakers do two things in order to distinguish between can affirmative and can't negative. When speaking in a full sentence, the two major differences between can and can't are the vowel used and where the stress falls on the sentence. When speaking in a full sentence, if a native speaker wants to say can affirmative, the vowel will be i. So can will sound like kin. For example, I can swim. I can swim. If you're not familiar with the vowel i, please see English Pronunciation Podcast number two. In the negative, C-A-N-T will be pronounced with the vowel a. I can't swim. I can't swim. This vowel, a, was taught in English Pronunciation Podcast number six. Let's listen again to the difference in vowel sounds between affirmative and negative. Affirmative, I can swim. Negative, I can't swim. Now you try it. Please listen and repeat. Affirmative, I can swim. Negative, I can't swim. The next factor which determines if the sentence was affirmative, 
can, C-A-N, or negative, can't, is word stress. When a native speaker uses can, C-A-N, in the affirmative, the stress falls on the main verb. For example, yes, I can swim. I can swim. Notice how the word swim is stressed the most. The vowel in swim is long. Notice how my voice also rises in intonation. I can swim. In the negative case, however, there is stress placed on can't as well. No, I can't swim. No, I can't swim. Notice how I stress the word can't. I stress can't by making the vowel longer and raising my pitch, my intonation. So to express the affirmative, can, C-A-N, we stress the main verb. But to express the negative, C-A-N apostrophe T, we stress the modal verb, can't. Finally, let's discuss the pronunciation of C-A-N-T with regards to the T sound. As I mentioned before, Americans, native speakers, when they're speaking, they usually don't pronounce the T. That's because in American English, if a T comes before a consonant, an American will often replace the aspirated T, t with what's called a glottal stop. For example, instead of saying what, an American might say what. Notice how I didn't release the air of my T. Here's another example. Instead of saying it's hot, an American might say it's hot. It's a hot place. An American might say, it's a hot place. Again, notice that the air of the T is not being released. It's not a normal T. Instead, I'm stopping the air in my throat, in my glottis, the vocal folds. In future lessons, we'll discuss the glottal stop in greater detail. It's not necessary for you to use the glottal stop. It's perfectly okay to use a regular aspirated T. However, it is important for you to realize that Americans often substitute this sound for a normal aspirated T. C-A-N-T is often pronounced can't. Because Americans often don't pronounce the T in can't, it's important for students to listen for other signals to indicate affirmative or negative. We want to listen for the vowel, and we want to listen for the word stress. Again, to recap, in the affirmative case, the vowel will be I. In the negative case, the vowel will be A. In the affirmative case, we stress the main verb. In the negative case, we stress the modal verb, can't. Now we're going to practice using these rules, listening and repeating sentences which contain can and can't. The first sentence will be in the affirmative, can, C-A-N. 
The second sentence will be in the negative, C-A-N apostrophe T. Please listen and repeat, paying careful attention to your vowel quality and your word stress. I can meet you. I can't meet you. You can call me. You can't call me. He can come. He can't come. She can afford it. She can't afford it. It can work. It can't work. We can have lunch. We can't have lunch. They can go to the meeting. They can't go to the meeting. In this next exercise, I'm going to state some facts about myself. Some of them will be affirmative, can. Others will be negative, can't. I'm not going to aspirate my T's. I'm going to use the American glottal stop. So you should pay careful attention to my vowel quality and my word stress. Using a pen and paper, you can write down can or can't. Please listen and write what you hear. I can play piano. I can't sew. I can sing. I can't ride a motorcycle. If your answers were affirmative, negative, affirmative, negative, can, can't, can, can't, then you listened correctly. Learning the American pronunciation of can and can't often takes time. We're often used to hearing can and can't a certain way for many years, especially if your first English teachers were not native speakers. But with regular practice and repetition, you will eventually be able to hear the distinction between can and can't more easily. If you're looking for more practice, be sure to try Best Accent Training MP3s, available for download at our website, www.englishpronunciationpod.com. From New York, this is Charles Becker, thanking you for joining us and saying, see you next time.